0: Welcome to episode 73 of Bruins Beat, brought to you by CLNS Radio. I'm Mike with Joe and Jason, as always. And the Boston Bruins have been eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs in six games against the Ottawa Senators after losing game six at home in overtime. Uh, There's a lot of different storylines that came out of this series with, you know, rookies stepping up, some young players stepping up, the refs, the just... The Bruins, some some people think the Bruins got screwed, some people don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just a ton of storylines that came out of this series, but I want to start with game six in particular, because game six had the people were saying, Oh, the referees, the referees, I'm sorry. That's a penalty on David Pashnick every day of the week and twice on Sunday, no matter what league you're playing for, no matter what the situation is, that's going to be called every time. He he held him, he hauled him down, and then he even got a stick up in his face. That's a penalty. And it was a stupid penalty to take by Poshnack that you shouldn't put Ottawa um, on the power play for. That's again. dumb. Yeah, I, I agree. That was a penalty all
1: day. The, like, the thing I was really pissed off about was that Shallow got hauled down. The dude broke his stick. The defensive broke his stick. And then basically just elbowed the escape from under him. Which it could have been. Argue, we can argue all day. Could be a breakaway. Could not be a breakaway. That was a penalty. Period. Penalty. Non-call again. The Bruins in that OT played horrible, so they were pretty terrible that whole overtime. There's no doubt about it in my mind, they were terrible. But the thing is, you got to call it both ways. You got to be even, Stephen. Here, I mean, I'm sorry, I know can't blame the whole series on the rest. but God, when it, when a series is that close and a couple calls that you know go the other way or are not really you know it's not getting called down the middle, that's going to impact the series. I mean, we can go through it. We can go through Nash and Ryan. You know, should Nash punch them back? No, but Ryan, they should have caught Ryan with the elbow to the head. They, you know. You, as you said in Game Five, they didn't win that game. They probably had no right win that game. The refs tried to screw them multiple times with Pajot in the crease with the interference on what a Corrali or was it Shallow? I can't remember who it was. Um, the Neon Neon Krechey, no call. But then we had the Neon Neon. Um, who was it yesterday? McAvoy. Ma-
0: uh, no, who got who got hit? Oh, um, I can't play. remember. I can't remember Whatever. who
1: hit. Yeah, loser. So that guy, he got hit. He goes down like he goes down like uh, you know, a house of cards, and and uh, they call a penalty. So you can almost get how many examples you can you know compare and contrast, and they don't call it. They're not calling it down the middle. So I, I don't know the Bruins. Granted, also I don't know how many mental errors you can make. How can you get? How can you knock it out? You know, uh, hit it out of the arena three times. How many times are you going to have offside?
0: I mean, uh, too many men on the ice. That's just mental errors and a lot of. I think they had six, the- six. Uh, delayed game penalties in this series Six I mean
1: it was a good It was a mix of the young kids And the vets making stupid mistakes I mean you know Bergeron getting on the ice there When there was a, a six out of five I didn't I don't remember that But everybody was talking about On the radio That they were all in the zone I mean you just You can't You can't do that stuff too So they had a lot And people are trying to say Like we can't You know Can't sign Cassie To a contract because of that I'm like deep break Please But <laughs> I'll let you continue, Mike. But I, I think no. I just,
0: had- I just, I just, I, the refs definitely played. A, I think a small factor, but ultimately, I don't think they played uh, a huge role because when hard. you look at when you look at it, as you just said, I mean, six six, six delay game penalties, two too many men on the ice penalties, um, the inconsistency throughout the series. I mean, you go back to game one; they had no shots in the second period. They ended up winning the game, luckily, but they had no shots in the second period. Go back to, okay. then, then you go to game two. They had a three-one lead in the third period and blew it, and I think that's ultimately what it cost them the series. Oh, you know what that that came there. I
1: thought, even though they lost that game, I mean, it was a, it was a bad loss, but I didn't think that was going to like break their will, if you you know, if you will, excuse the pun. But that that was it. I mean,
0: that was it. They can go two-zero going home. You know, two-zero I mean? going home without Krejci playing in the series yeah. yet. Look, I, I know we got hurt again, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a few. But you had Krejci coming back, and you had the potential of defensemen coming back at that time. Obviously. The defenseman had to take a little bit longer to come back, but you would have you would have went up two zero and stole home ice from Ottawa, and then you would have had a stranglehold on the series. Then Ottawa right. wins that game, and can we also talk about how the Bruins went zero three at home in the playoffs this year? Zero yeah, and three. I get two of them were in overtime, and I get two of them were on power plays in overtime. But the Bruins had to find a way to get it done in home ice. That's ultimately what cost them the series. I think is the momentum from game two carried over to Game 3, and then the uh, the Bruins could not establish home ice. And that's, that's a factor.
1: Another thing, too, was the, them, their defensive breakdowns were just unfathomable. That Saucer Saucer, Carlson to – was it um, – Jesus, what was his damn name? See his Austin. face right now. Yes. A Saucer pass like that. That was ridiculous. Bobby Ryan getting behind to, Tommy Cross. What a absolute car wreck that dude was. Getting behind Tommy Cross and, and just tapping it in. I mean, they just – in a way, they were lucky to get to go to six games anyway because they made so many. This just tells you that the Senators aren't that good. That they they should have blew them out. They should have swept them, but they not, they're not that good either. I think the Rangers are going to absolutely poleaxe You know, the Senators anyway because the Senators are not a good team. I mean, I even said it after um, was it game one when the Bruins did not have a single shot and the Senators were only up one nothing. I mean, they, they're not really a good team. They they get up by one or two goals and they put that trap on and that's it. You know, it usually lights out for them, but. They're not that good.
0: Eric Carlson is
1: I think if they had a full uh, complement of their roster, I think they would have won that series. So
0: maybe they could have won the series, but Eric Carlson was by far the best oh, player on, on the ice. I don't bring up that bitch. Bar me. none.
2: Why? He's the best player in the series. He's the best player yeah. in the series for the player who's been playing injured the entire time. All right, all right. We, you know, I'm not gonna get into you know him trying to kill a fan, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Drop but it, no. Joey.
2: You've already lost that battle a long time ago. Yeah, not
1: really. That's not, not, not so much true. I had a couple. I had like three people. Um, and then yeah. also, with Carlson. You know, when he when the overtime goal by uh, Corrali smashed his stick, we would know, You know, come on, dude. Just get. Yeah, out I'd be the frustrated
2: ice. too. I'd smash my stick if it bounced off of me. It's good that he shows frustration. It means that he cares. Milan Lucic, Milan Lucic did the same thing in the in the playoffs series a few years yeah. ago, and no one that's said a anything. Worse thing too, that's a worst thing. Milan Lucic said something. Worse, said something. and Nobody really said anything. Oh, so I've forgotten enjoy that. that. I
0: enjoyed that. But, but not to get caught up in the in the in the, in the thing. I, I don't want to get too sidetracked here because like, there's so many stuff I want to talk about with the with the oh, Senators Sorry, Michael. No, James no, just with the, with the with the senator series. some I, I just don't like. You can call Carson the bitch. You can call him and say he's a. He's a baby, but the Bruins had no answer for him the entire no, series. No, no, he's un- – no, he, did, he did whatever he wanted that whole series. Whatever he wanted to do, he did.
1: I'm not, I'm not taking that away from him. He is a great talent. I just – as a – I don't like – I just don't like his sportsmanship sometimes. That's all. He's a great he's talent. Good. Don't get me wrong.
0: And there's just other factors too. I mean, like, they don't have any offense. I mean, Marshan was
2: invisible the oh. entire series. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you, Marshan, for getting suspended. You really helped us.
0: And then Paschnik, oh, as huh? you said, Paschnik was brutal too. Holy. Dude. How many
1: times did he miss the net? Oh my God! But Pastor, but like Pastor he,
2: Neck, you can live with like because it's his first time ever being in the playoffs. Uh, no,
0: I, no, I'm not going to live with it because he was brutal. Him no, and Marsham both had thirty goal, thirty plus goals in the regular season. And in the in, uh, in the regular season, they got to be able to find a way to get it done. This is this he is when like, the this is when the big players are supposed to show up, not not disappear. He had yes, like seven rabid hamsters in his shorts.
1: He was terrible. He, he couldn't even. He, he was terrible. He was just—he looked like he was a bag of nerves the whole time. He couldn't do anything right.
2: And uh, what well, well, I'm it trying to argue with, with with this one is, yes, he was terrible. He was terrible. Yeah, it's true. his first time ever being in the playoffs. The playoffs are a matter. whole different game compared to yeah, the regular it was, season. it was.
0: Noah Chari's first time in the playoffs too. He looked yeah, pretty true. damn good. Challer. How about okay, how funny. about Charlie McAvoy? Charlie McAvoy was pretty damn good for me the first time even playing in the NHL. I'm sorry, Paschnick needs to be better. I'm, I'm not giving him a pass. Oh, yeah, you can't, you can't let him off this one. Like Chase. you said, he, he was a train wreck. He, he scored 30-plus goals and in, in the games one and games two. He had break, clear breakaways, so he's not even shooting the puck on net. He's, like, falling over. He turns the puck over too much. He tries to be too cute instead of getting the puck to the net. I mean, he's he scored a goal, one on the power play because there was a – uh good, good setup. And then the second, second goal he scored was because Martian took the puck to the net, and Paschnik just happened to be standing in the right place. But besides that, he didn't do anything.
1: I mean, and then also too, Bergeron was okay, like okay, okay for him is bad for everyone else. He was okay.
0: But uh, do you remember we talked about the fir- uh this earlier on too? If Bergeron, if the Bergeron line with Martian and Paschnik aren't playing well, the Bruins can't score.
1: Yeah, that's exactly. And what
0: happened. That's exa- exactly what
1: happened. Yeah. Well, so they're, the- they're lucky, Corral-y out of his mind he had a once-in-a-lifetime game so i mean that was great he had a lot of hustle and all that stuff i actually think Bacchus played pretty well that game five you know i think he brought a little bit i even think game six he was okay too so there's some hope there for him he's so slow though it's 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 painful i just yeah like, i just think that go oh, sorry joe go ahead you can finish no i mean i i, I like him you know i liked him be, you know of course before the season started i thought he had he showed me a little something i think overall kind of a disappointment uh, first three or four games of the series, he wasn't that good. And I think the last two. I think when he went, when Crutchy got hurt, and he ended up going with Corrali. I think he was better.
0: Yeah, I think he was better at the last two games than he was the first three games. But I mean, I just think the way you look at it is, when the playoffs come comes around, as Jason said earlier, it's a much different game. The the intensity ramps up, uh, and I, like you said, Joe, I just think he's too old now to, to keep up. He's he's on the wrong side of thirty, and I just I, he wasn't he was never really a speed player. Do you know what so I mean? Why? What's your point? No, I'm, but you know you know out there playing hockey uh, with, with all young young players. I mean, In my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, ba- I mean, just needed to be better. No, but when Krejci went down and Krejci missed the first two games and then he got hurt again, no one else stepped up. The, ba- the like, and we've been talking about this too. Their second best line since the, probably the end of the regular season. Was Dominic Moore, Riley Nash, and Noel Chari, and that was what happened to be the best line again. No one else stepped up. I mean, Ryan Spooner was Ooh. supposed to be a difference maker and got Ooh. benched in the playoffs. Benched. He benched. Dude, we said he was bad. What game was it when he had the, the puck at the uh, he had the
1: puck at the side of the net and he couldn't lift it? I can't uh, remember. Was that one or game, two?
0: It was one or two.
1: Yeah, he that that just typified his season. I mean, exemplified his season. That's who he is. He he just and it wasn't just Claude. He just sucks. It, <laughs>
0: Period. It, it, and I, uh, I saw a tweet from Joe Haggerty. It was saying, like, when Krejci was ruled out for Game 6, obviously Krejci got hurt in Game 5, uh, Bolesky. that, that Boleski was coming in. And he, he pretty much said this goes to show you where, where Ryan Spooner is on the Bruins' depth chart right now. Well, Spooner, uh,
1: Hayes, and Beleski Boles- uh, maybe have a little hope, but Hayes and Spooner are gone. gone that was so.
0: supposed to be their third line coming into this year, and now we're talking about all three of them. The whole line gone. Next year.
1: I mean, as you, as you know, I mean, scoring was always a problem for most of the season. They only have one line that really produced. I mean, Crutchy's been in and out of the lineup. You know, it's just, like I said, they kind of, I think they were kind of um, lucky to get through six games. I think they fought very hard. You know, I don't have, I, you know, do I wish they went? Hell yeah, I wish they won the series. But they didn't. The thing is, they didn't like, I think, like, for instance, like Claude, he would have never put in Corrale, right? Spooner, He would have won Jimmy Hayes. I swear to God, he would have Jimmy Hayes. And I don't think that team, say Claude Garvin to the playoffs, I think that team gets swept. I, I just think this team just fought harder, as they did down the stretch to get into the playoffs. I, I just think overall Cassidy kind of knows this team. He, he calls people out. He calls a spade a spade, which I like a lot. I think they should just get this guy signed for a contract and let's move on to next year. There's a lot of hope. Just as Jason, as you did say, I will give you credit where credit is due at the beginning of the year. You said, you know, when I was ready to jump off the Tobin Bridge multiple times, um, you said, hey, man, the future's bright, all these young kids, and you were right, and here they come.
2: I don't even remember saying it, so
1: that's new to me. Oh,
0: Mike, do you remember that, Mike? Yeah, I do. Jason, you were you were, you were were more optimistic about it
2: than, than Joe and I were, because Joe and I were were uh, not too happy.
1: You made Harry Carey, yes. Um, all right, boys,
2: go back and find the clip that I said, because I'm just kidding. I don't. I honestly don't remember saying it, but I no. know I believed no, it. Didn't. I know I believe it, because I've been seeing it all along, thinking about no, you it all along. have, no, you
1: have. You have, and I, like... I heard today, uh, you know, I know it got off a tangent, but uh, Bjork might not sign with the Browns, which kind of sucks. So we'll see how that goes. But, you know, you got McAvoy. Well, let's go to him. What a stud. What a yeah. stud. He, he
0: he was probably the biggest X factor of the series for me and one of the, the key points Exciting. going forward with this team.
1: Exciting. Exciting to watch. I mean, just seeing what he did. Like, if you remember, like, when, um, when Hamilton came up, not even within the same galaxy of what McAvoy did. Not even the same galaxy.
0: He's quarterbacking in the power play with Tory Krug out at age 19. He's playing the second most minutes. And to be honest, I think he was their best defenseman all season long. I mean, I shouldn't say all season. I should say all series long. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. And then, I mean,
1: he, had a, he, had the, he really looked like he had the jitters last game. Or, you know, just maybe hit a wall finally. I mean, he, he, God, he was playing like a stud for six games. I mean, how much can he expect? Gonna hit a wall at some point? But McAvoy is definitely someone to look forward to. So here you go. Uh, I think, you know, Felger said this on uh, the sports I album. Mean, you know, this season is a success. If they develop players, if they get to a round, which they did, so both those things they did, and, you know, get, you know, they dumped Claude and they got Cassidy. So I think there's a lot of room for optimism, which I wrote in one of my articles. There's too many spoiled Bruins fans out there, and people in Boston are spoiled, period, with sports. Um, I think they're spoiled because they think it's a cup every year. We're, they're not good guys. They're not that good yet. They're not going to be for at least a couple more years. You have huh. to accept that.
0: I totally I compared, agree, oh,
1: Mike. One more quick thing. I compared it to. Do you remember when they signed Chara and Savard, and they went to that seven-game series against Marshall and They lost. Yes. I kind of i compared it to that. I think it's, it's reciprocal. I think it's going back to that kind of cycle again. They're going to start edging up again, and hopefully, in about three or four years, they'll be competing for a cup. No, I,
0: okay. I agree with you that the Boston, Boston fans are spoiled, but I mean, I think it's pretty fair to to be pissed off that they lost the series, though. Uh. Well, here's
1: the, here's the thing. I look at it like this. Look at how the last three seasons ended. They choked hard against Montreal, and then they, they, they completely crapped their pants the last two seasons. So you look at that, we we got progress, people. we got progress. I know there's no participation awards, and now everybody gets a trophy.
0: But I think that it's a lot more good to look at than bad. Jason, did you want to jump in?
2: Yes, except now I forgot what I was going to say, so keep going. Agree with me. That's what you're going to say. I agree with Joe. But- yes, and I agree with you.
0: I just, I just think that the young players that some of the young players stepped up that looked pretty good. I mean, Noel Chari played pretty damn well in this playoff series. I don't think that he gets, he's getting talked about enough. Oh,
2: okay. Good. In- okay, now I remember. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so what I was gonna say was yes. Um. Oh God, now I can't even get the words out. The young players played great, and which, what's the hope for the young players is that. They 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 were originally scheduled in three to five years to win a cup. The young players are kind of you know showing the taking the fast track, which means you're still looking at like three years for them to get back to the cup, which is fast tracking the five years. Um, so it's something to think about. That that's what it's, that you know what. Yes, we're frustrated that the Bruins lost, but you have to be honest with yourselves. The Bruins didn't have half their original lineup with Carlo and Krug being out. That defense was makeshift, and they still played pretty well for a makeshift defense, giving up one or two goals a game. It was the offense that struggled, yes. which was sad.
1: Agreed.
0: I mean, I still think there was some defensive lapses too. That oh, there were plenty because, like you said, like you said, a lot of injuries. But I'm not going to use injuries as an excuse because every goal, every game was a one-goal game, every one. So the Bruins were in every game. So, like you said, mental lapses and stuff along the lines like that played a huge factor in it.
1: Do you believe if if Marchand and and, uh, Pasternak just played average, they win that series? Yep. And they were both terrible. Marchand had one goal. One goal. Pasternak had two, but the thing is, they should have way more. You know, Pasternak, how many shots in the series? Like 30?
0: And he only landed four or five? Like, Are you kidding? (laughs) You can't even do that on purpose. And I, I do, I do. Uh, as someone in the chat just said, I do want to give a ton of credit to Kevin Miller as well. I was gonna say that too. I, I thought I, I was, I was. You know, you know me. I was all over Kevin Miller earlier on this oh, year, and this series he really impressed me, really, really impressed me. He he stepped up. He did what what the Bruins needed, and they needed because they didn't have a number two defenseman because McQuaid went down, and Krug went down, and Carla went down. So you look at those are three defensemen that went down, and Kevin Miller was solid on the back end, and now he's making me second guess and maybe even think the Bruins could keep him next year.
1: Well, I think McQuaid's gone. I think they keep him. I think it's. Uh, I think he got a rebirth under under Cassidy. To be honest with you.
2: Are we talk Yeah, Mill- Miller was impressive. I'm actually surprised how impressive he was. Under Cassidy, he became more offensive.
1: Yep, I think he just. I think he was one of those guys that was afraid to make mistakes under Claude, and he just made so many of them.
0: Like how many now times did he like relaxed. rush the fuck up the ice and look like he was like a, a poised defenseman back there? Speaking
1: of making a rush, and it just made, do you remember McAvoy's rush end to end? Oh my god, that was gorgeous! I know he yeah. didn't score, but but yeah. But going back to Miller, I think you can't leave him exposed now. You can't leave him exposed. I think McQuaid's gone. I think that he's done.
0: Yeah, I think I think Mc, I think McQuaid's done too. But uh, you look at it going. I want to you know stay on this series of because next I think next show we can do like the the, the outlook of the season give. Give some report cards and uh maybe see who's gonna be with the team next year or not. But um the game another another play in game six before we we like transition to some other stuff that happened in the series. There was two plays in game six that I thought were backbreakers. And the first one was from Stafford. I know we scored the power play goal and he looked great and his shot was great and spectacular. But you're Stafford. You're you're a veteran in this league. You've played in the playoffs before. On that second goal, he has to get the puck out of the zone. Has to. Absolutely has to. His turnover correlated to Kyle Torres' goal. And it was such a bad turnover. And they replayed it on NBC. He had a wide open lane to just chipped the puck out. And for some odd reason, he did a, a curl on the boards and got the puck stolen from him. And it was terrible. It was it was a terrible play. And I'm sorry. I understand they picked him up on the deadline to be a veteran. And a, a veteran player for this whole reason to make the playoffs in... Make better in plays, and he just blew it on that goal. Blew well, it. If you expect a lot from this guy who's supposed to be a
1: third-line guy, and also he scored in that, he scored a great goal in that game. So the way I look at it, he broke even that game then. Um, the thing, my critical part of that game was when, when it was the McAvoy knee-to-knee knee on that guy, you know, the, the same exact play that happened to Kretchen, they did not call. The Bruins had all the momentum. Then Otto got that call, and then they scored, and then it went the other way. So...
0: But yeah, be consistent. Be yeah. consistent. And I also, uh, I w- I want to get to Ras. But before we get, um, Ooh, I, I thought Tuka Rask played extremely well in this series, and I don't think he deserves any of the blame for the series. The one gripe I will say is in Game Six, he was really off his angle on that overtime goal. Oh,
1: yeah, that's what I they said, yeah, I saw the still frame of that. He's like in right field.
0: Really, really um, off his angle, but. I'm not going to fall Tukaras for the series because without Tukerask you don't win game one and you don't win game five. I'm sorry.
1: You fi- please game five game five. Do you remember that kick save?
0: Yes. Oh, I pulled my groin watching that.
1: That was un like I was at a bar watching the game with my buddies and that was just like that was like one of those holy crap moments. Like that was one of the best saves I've probably ever seen. He just did he did everything right. He kept in that game and um like I said, people say he's not the, hes not their, you know, elite goaltender. Everybody's like, "Well, his, uh, you know, save percentage was tenth out of sixteen, and Martin Jones had a better save percentage." I'm talking to you, Brian. Um, all this stuff. Well, Martin Jones is no longer in the playoffs; he's out too. So, what's your point? I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? If they do not have two Rask, now, granted, he kind of melted down in the second game, but that was the only game he was really kind of borderline bad. The rest of the series, he was great. So.
0: Yeah, I just don't think people can blame Rask for this series. Everyone that was the you know a ride Kadobin crowd or sitting oh, there s- sitting there saying that Rask is an elite or Rask can't steal you games. He stole you two games in this series, like you said. They were they were they should have been swept because with how many deficiencies they had and how many how bad they played for stretches throughout the series, they should have been swept. And they well, his, won two games because of Rask. How many uh, how many
1: breakaways the Bruins let up? I mean, they, it was unbelievable. And people are like, Rash should, Rash should stop that breakaway, which he did do that in Game 5. And he actually did a couple last uh, last night, too. It's like,
0: that's a 50-50 shot. You stop a breakaway. I mean... So you it's this is, this is a prototypical Bruins uh, Bruins fan after the Bruins lose. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's one... It's three things. It's three things that they come up with all the time. One, Tukoras yeah. su- sucks in that he's not an elite. The second one is that Chara sucks and should retire. And the yeah, third one, yeah. and the third one is trade crazy. That's what every single time the Bruins lose, this is what Bruins fans do. That's, isn't it's that like, so it's
1: really frustrating. It's like it's, it's like the horror movie. Like they always tell the person, "Don't go outside," but they continue to go outside and they continue to get killed. So this is exactly what it's the same broken record. I know, Mike. I had the same stuff too. It's unbelievable. But I have to admit, there were some Tuca haters out there that did give him credit in Game Five because he stole that game. That was Tim Thomas like game for all you Tim Thomas. Uh, Footy uh, pajama wearing people out there, that was Tim Thomas level,
0: you know, goaltending right there. So, and the frustrating part too is Rask played really well in this series, and also Chara played really well in this series. He's thirty nine years old, playing like twenty five plus minutes. <laughs> like that's sh- that's not normal because nope. other team other teams have younger defensemen. The Bruins haven't developed one yet. Obviously, McAvoy looks like he's going to be that guy eventually, yep. but. Chara's playing thirty plus minutes in a playoff series for age thirty nine. It's not Chara didn't play that bad in this series. Losing losing
1: crew killed him because crew did take away how many minutes does he average twenty ish. So that could have that would have definitely took some burden off uh, Chara. So that kind of that killed him. I mean, there's no doubt about it.
0: And look, like, I, I understand Chara's not you know the best defenseman in the league anymore like he, like he was when he the Bruins first acquired him. But he's still effective. I mean, well, I thought he had a great year. He had a great year yeah, and if you take away Chara from this team, the Bruins Ds even worse. I mean, you saw what it was like with Joe Michael Lyles and, and Joe Morrow out there and Tommy Cross. Imagine if you didn't have Chara in this series. So for people that say, trade Chara, Chara sucks, hopefully he retires. Think about how bad your decoy would have been if he did retire or if they did trade him, or if he was if, if he did get hurt.
1: Did you remember, like during the Chicago Blackhawk uh, you know Stanley Cup series, there how he was starting to turn the corner in the bad direction, and he's been going down ever
0: since. And then this year, I thought he rejuvenated. I thought he looked good. I thought he looked good this year too. And then uh, about Krejci, look, I understand people's frustration with him. I do. I, I know. I know. I know, Joe. He is. But I understand. <laughs> I understand people's frustration with them. But we just talked about earlier about how. Marshan, Pashnik, and Bergeron all didn't play great. Yet no one says anything about them. It's mostly just trade Krejci. He sucks. And look, I get it. His contract. He makes a lot of money. I get it. I totally get it. He makes seven million dollars. But he. It's not our. It's not his fault that he makes seven million dollars. Do you know what I mean? Mhm. Like oh, someone. Someone offered the him the contract and he signed it at the time. Yes, that was the market. And people complain about it. He's like, oh, he's he only make he makes seven million dollars and he he can't play. Yeah, but did you see the neon knee check he took? It was a, it was brutal.
1: That was bad. That that non-call that should have been a major. That should have been a major, or a double minor at the very least. They got yes. hosed. That was a hosing.
0: And also, look, I understand if if he want if you if the Bruins realistically say, look, we want to trade Krejci because we want to get a little bit younger at the center position, I will understand that. But just to trade Krejci for, just to give him away because people don't want to pay him the money or because they think he sucks, I'm sorry, he doesn't suck. He doesn't. Well, you saw how bad the Bruins' offense was without Krejci. When Krejci plays, they at least have somewhat of a second center besides Bergeron. Well, they have, what, how many, uh, let's, let, you know, look at, the, look at their uh,
1: forwards. How many, like, Bonafide, no, not Bonafide, like, above average forwards? do they have? Three, two, maybe? You know what I mean? Three, probably. Like, you got Pasternak, Marchant, and Burgie, And the back is his average at best because he's not, he's lost a step or 12. And then you got Krejci. And then... His right, he has never had a good winger since the Lucic Ginla line for like the last four year, three years, right? They've never had a cohesive line. He's never been able to get some chemistry. I know he bitched about it too, but I tell you, it's validated. So hopefully, well, you know, they get you know, they get a couple guys that you know come up from you know the the kids his forwards kind of mature and they can get slotted there because he needs consistency to be good.
0: I mean, Jason made a really good point earlier that uh, I kind of want to <laughs> circle back to. It's and he said the defense played a lot better than than I expected and I've certainly than more than anyone else expected and it was the offense that let them down they couldn't yeah. find they couldn't find a way to score goals they couldn't find a way to put the puck in the net and I think going into the offseason that should be something
2: the Bruins look at can I build off my it's, point yeah go ahead as much as the defense played great I still think the Bruins need another veteran defenseman at least someone that can oh replace God. Chara and Kevin Shattenkirk is a free agent after this after I don't want that
0: I don't. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think we need we need Kirk either. Um. I was talking to my father about this after the series, just discussing everything that went down, and and I was saying going into next year, right? I mean, you you figure for if the Bruins, if if the if the, if the Bruins retain everyone back that they have, they're gonna have, um, Carlo McAvoy, Kevin Miller, all right shot defensemen, even McQuaid if you want to throw him in there, depending on what happens with Vegas. We'll get to that t- conversation a little bit later, um, but. You look at that, the Bruins' left-shot defenseman is just Chara, and the other two are Morrow and Lyles. They need a left-shot defenseman way more than they need a right-shot defenseman. And Shattenkirk's a right-shot defenseman, and they really need to redress the left side more than the right side because they have have young players on the right side. They need the left side to develop.
1: I agree. No, I mean, they they do. I mean, they got holes. There's a lot of holes, tons of holes. But the thing is, like I said, they – they're going to sprinkle on the young kids and stuff That the Blackhawks, which, by the way, there's going to be a big shakeup in Chicago after that I, quick exit. But they're starting to get that formula a little bit. Now, that, you know, unfortunately, maybe a couple years too late with the core. But
0: I read something about them maybe even discussing trading Corey Crawford.
1: You know, Mike, I, I've said this since the thirteen Cup. Watching that cup, he has one of the worst glove hands I've ever seen in my life. He's terrible. I mean, he's, he's, one of the, he's not a good goalie. I mean, I think he's average a little bit, but I think because his team's so friggin' good. That they mask his his issues.
0: I've been saying that for so long too. It's like everyone's like when everyone talks about like oh top end goalies. How about Corey Crawford? I'm like he no. plays in front of like the best team in the league. I mean they, they won with Niamey. The they went. It's one of those things they could probably win with anybody. I mean like they remember and I always bring this up too, and I don't want to get too deep in the Blackhawks, but they were pulling Corey Crawford in, like uh, in one of the first series when they went on to win the cup. I think it was the one, the, the cup they beat the Bruins in. Where yeah. they they were struggling in the first round. They ended up pulling Crawford in some of those games and Darling Darling was playing over him.
1: No, I agree. I don't I think I don't think he's that good. I mean I just in that Bruins series, I think he you know, he had some buck luck, he had some good games,
2: but overall I j I don't I think he's one of the worst glove hands in the league. So to bad to be completely honest, I kind of I've started noticing that myself, especially when everybody says his glove hand is weak. But the Blackhawks were really good back in 2013, 2014, in those years. I mean, keep in mind, they won it with Niemi, too. So yeah, it's right. kind of like, when you think about it, the Boston Bruins defense making Tim Thomas look good, but Tim Thomas still on his head. And maybe with the Bruins in 2013, the Bruins defense and all of that was making Tuukka Rask look good. So there's, there's multiple perspectives. Oh, However, yeah. With the, that being the, said, the
0: defense, helps.
2: Def- defense <laughs> certainly helps. You know what?
1: You know what I heard uh, on the sports update. I don't know if you know who Frank the Tank is. He calls 985. He's talking oh, yeah, he about in the Pittsburgh series, saying that he didn't play that good. That the Pittsburgh had a lot of posts and crossbars. I'm like, oh come on, really? Come on, Jesus! You know,
2: the guy can't catch
1: a break. I mean, now they're going back in the 13th, saying so he wasn't that good in that run,
2: and his numbers were. He was great in the 2013 run. He was absolutely fantastic. Had- I'm just saying, you know, defense helps. His, his numbers were comparable
1: to Thomas in the eleven minus the cup, of course, but you know I think, like I said, just in summation of the series, I just think a couple bumps the other way, a couple of
2: calls and a couple less mental errors they win, but they you know it is what it is the honest perspective for me and this is the fact that you can't win with just an elite goaltender you need no. to have defense you need to have chemistry all the way all the way around that's what makes some of the best teams click well
1: you look at you look at Nashville, what, Rene, Rene was out of
2: his mind. His,
1: his Pekka Rene is
2: a whole other story. But Pekka Rene has got Shea Weber, he's got P.K. Subban, and the, a team that's young, that's built, that's ready for it. Na- Nashville Nashville as much as you guys might not believe it. People have been saying for a while that Nashville stood a pretty good chance to beat the Predators. That's why I picked the Predators over the Blackhawks in the first place. They might have been the eighth seed, but keep in mind, when the season started, Pekka Rene was injured. Once Pecorino yes. came back, the team started clicking. Yeah, Subban came back from injury and all that. Stuff. And it,
1: when we when we decided to talk about miscellaneous things, I have to mention this article that I saw in the Montreal Gazette. So let me know when we get to that point. I just okay. It sick of
0: we'll get, we'll get, we'll 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 touch on the other series and stuff that went on uh, in just a few. Just a few. Um, I just want to uh, reiterate, just kind of going back to like what Jason said about the defense and the the Bruins are kind of building up a. A foundation of defense here. If you look at some of the young players they have on there with McAvoy and Carlo, and I just think, and also some of the things that they say about trading Chara too. Why wouldn't you want Chara just, just to be a mentor for those two guys? Great. Like why? Why wouldn't you want that? It doesn't make any sense to me.
2: Well, with, with Chara's getting paid this year coming up, you keep Chara. You use him as a mentor. You, you, you mess make, in yeah. his role.
0: Yeah, his cap goes down to four million dollars.
2: Four million is what Chara's worth at the moment. Uh he's yes. after not and you know, what, let me say this. For Char's age he played up to a seven million dollar hockey player this year. He was hands good. down. He was good for his age. Just affordable. If they didn't have him, they were they were completely screwed.
0: No, yeah, you like and what they're doing what they're doing with them is right. They're pairing him with Carlo, they're making pairing them him with McAvoy. In the McAvoy, they put him with the young guys, making them learn how to do everything and learn how to play in the game. And they're not playing with the power play anymore. Because they have younger, they have other skilled players to put on the power play. They're playing on the penalty kill, and that's what Chara does best. They're putting him Chara in, in positions to succeed, and that's why I think the Bruins should keep him. Because you go, you want to keep him to train the young kids, and you still have him because he's still pretty good. Like he's you he's have really to terrible. keep him, but
2: you really you have to lessen his role and lessen the minutes and let the young kids play. And the you Bruins know, did a I, pretty good job with that this series, especially like Charlie McAvoy played with the way he was playing. I mean, Macaco you know, is up there with the top minutes for the defense in the entire definitely. series.
1: You know, I, I see Chara, I see Chara possibly, you know, after retiring, like being on the coaching staff, possibly like Pendolfo. I honestly do. I think he can bring that much from, you know, after his, uh, playing days to bring something to the organization. I think he sticks with the organization after he retires.
0: I hope so. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, he's a uh, set a desire to stay in Boston. He probably doesn't want to go anywhere. Um, Right. I, know, I know when people ask him about his like no trade clause, he kinda got like mad oh. about being asked Everyone the question.
1: Everyone has a no trade clause. I think they said seven Bruins have a no trade clause. It's like, oh my god. It's
0: Peter Shirelli. That's another reason why I want the amateur world to lose because of that clown. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> I digress. But um the and the one player I think the Bruins missed the most from the series is Tori Krug. And oh god, yeah, it turned out, yep. And the reason I say that is I know Tori Krug has his deficiencies and I know He's not the best defenseman on the team. But Ottawa, like we talked about this before, Ottawa plays that stupid, tra- stupid trap style, and Tory Krug's their best off all, the, all the icings that the Bruins had because they couldn't start a breakout because Tory Krug was one of the defensemen that could start a breakout, and they didn't have him on the back end.
1: Yeah, I mean, true. I mean, uh, question. If, uh, say, Krug was not hurt and Carlo McQuaid did get hurt, do you think they still get McAvoy in there or no? If it, I'm sorry, repeat that? If if Krug say I'm just talking hypothetical say yeah, Krug yeah. was not hurt and Kyle and McQuaid were do you still think they bring up McAvoy? No. So they need that puck moving guy because that's because when Krug went down.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's what I think they needed. They needed a quarterback on the power play too, and I think that another thing that factored into it too was Crazy uh, being hurt because yeah. because when Crazy and Krug walked out the first two games they had no one really on the like because Crazy oh, sometimes right. placed the point in the power play they didn't even have anyone else to do that. I mean you couldn't put. You could have put Colin Miller back there, but I think he's been really shaky. Uh, Char obviously is not. I don't think Char is qu- quick enough to do it anymore. No. no, So I think that was the right play. And also, McAvoy didn't seem scared by the moment, and that's what no, I liked. No.
2: That's what I liked. Well, no, no. McAvoy did, which was smart on his part. He kept it simple and focused on making the right play, which led to him getting more minutes. And Absolutely. that's incredible maturi- maturity. Maturity. Totally. For such a young kid, it's a lot of poise. He's going to develop a lot this summer. And when you get a full season under him, if and I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure Cassidy is coming back, but when you get you get a full season with Cassidy and you watch how this team responds, I am really I really am optimistic. I don't think everyone's going to do it with the current core of Bergeron and Martian, but I think with the young guys, the Bruins have a chance. I think
1: everybody
0: had a chubby for Charlie. Chubby for Charlie, that's a new saying, right?
2: Hashtag chubby for Charlie. And, uh, yeah, uh, I also I'm think
0: Colin, Colin Miller did did not uh, impress yeah. in this series and this is this is a series the Bruins that, Bruin, that this season. is a series that uh, yeah whole season and this is supposed to be a season that Colin Miller stepped up and and showed his worth and I'm sorry I just don't think he did yeah. and if I'm the Bruins I would maybe look to, to maybe try and um trade him for something valuable you know, you I mean, know
1: what I think I honestly think Claude kind of ruined him
0: you think so yep
1: he can play him consistently he made mistakes typical kid throat you know not everybody has a strong psyche you can take that you know take those uh mental beatings if you will you know he, he, maybe he's cracked you know
0: maybe maybe and um sorry I'm just reading I'm just looking at the chat here and can can I just get something off my chest quickly and on, on a quick side that note,
1: before, if, my
0: throat we uh, before we I uh, talk, before we get to Bruce Cassidy want I want to say something off my chest and I, I saw because I saw it not just in this chat I saw it on on my Twitter feed and on Facebook and other places along the lines when people talk about the Bruins, hey, and people, Mike. and, and you, you're probably gonna yeah you're probably gonna get angry at me too because uh, right. this guy this guy's one of your favorites. But can, can we stop with the Johnny Boychuk stuff? Can we stop? Can we stop with wanting Johnny Boychuck back? First Seriously, Boychuck. I, I I get it. Like I love the Boychuk when he was here too. I get it. He, he's a good player. But let's not act like Johnny Boychuk is freaking Drew Doughty or. Uh, PK Suban, like Brochuk's not even a top fifty defenseman in the league. Yeah, He's not even good with the Islanders right now. He's not, he's and he's good. not even good. And it's it's look look, I get it, he played well when he was here. But you know why he played well when he was here? Because he had Chara and Cyberg ahead of him.
2: The system.
0: And he had Chara and Cyberg ahead of him. He the Islanders didn't make the playoffs this year with Johnny Bojak as the number, as their number one defenseman. So you can miss Bochak all you want, but I'm sorry, he's not the go all, no. be all end all of this team. That's why no. that's why his no. team is faltering. I, I love Johnny Boychuk. I do. I loved his time here. But let's not act like he's Bobby Orr, Okay? Can we stop with with Johnny Boychuk, please? I didn't I didn't think I didn't think of him once actually.
1: The only time I thought of it, I saw fifty five with a chow and I'm like, one time I was like, oh Boychuk, but it wasn't him. But yeah, I, I mean that's long ago. I just think the downfall of his team started when he was traded. That was the downfall, beginning of the beginning of the end. But like I said, that was three years ago. Let's move
0: on um, and let's just. This like is why I, missed, I, I missed a Sagan trade. I think a Sagan trade is 10 times worse than the Boychuck trade. And, Joe Morrow and,
1: is the only part of that trade that remains. What a horrible...
0: You know, I don't... It's not even
1: like even like with the Thorn trade. Those two trades, if they had to make those trades, fine. But, God, we should have got so much more for those guys. Oh, my God. Like draft picks. And oh, and also,
0: and also, can I can I just say, you, you know who the Bruins got for, for
2: the Boychuck trade that people God. don't
0: seem to get when they always talk about them? Well, it's Cunningham, Brandon, it's Brandon Carlo. So well, wait, say got, that again. They, Mike they,
2: Joe was talking. They, Mike, say that again. They
0: drafted Brandon Carlo with one of the picks they traded for Boychuck. No, no. Wait, what wait, was wait, the wait. other?
2: What was the other draft pick? He for? Uh, uh,
0: it's it was Carlo and, and someone else. I have to look it up, but I know but, Carlo was hundred percent one of them. No, the they Bruins traded one that trade to get Conley. They trade those two picks to get Conley. And then I believe they traded Conley, and then one of those picks became Carlo. I think. And I think you're right, down. But but eventually Carlo turned into Johnny Boychuk, so it, it was like it it ended up working out because the Bruins got Carlo, and everyone seems to like Carlo around here, right? I mean, Carlo has a
2: good. Like,
1: future. Did you want to get rid of Carlo earlier this year? I did.
2: I still you think that the Bruins should consider having Charlie McAvoy up, but Me it's it, a, a lot of things have to play out. I'm not saying get rid of him. I like Carlo. Um, uh, go, I do. Okay. Well, we'll, I talk about,
0: we'll, we'll talk more about off season stuff later on because I, <laughs> I this just because I just, I just really want to get to because I, I can go on and on about off season stuff for yeah, two Mike. Days. We can do a
2: two hour show the rate you're going right now. So just keep. I going. Know.
0: I know, but it's, it's especially because, especially because I want to save some of the off season stuff for actually like yeah. before the episode comes up because um
2: we're gonna need something just, to talk about this summer.
0: stuff exactly yeah, once once June hits it, it starts becoming a little. My well, I'm gonna like, bang my head uh, off a
2: wooden table until I. Like, We're gonna do every. we still
0: do
1: every week.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: What are we gonna talk about every week? We'll I'm telling out. you, you, you I'm telling, In the offseason, we usually only do like twenty-five to half-hour shows because oh, not, it's okay. Not, okay. Okay. not much to there's not much to talk about. We don't sit here and bang our heads off a wall for well, an hour. We can, time. we can honestly talk about Jason's dating life and your. Computer. Let's not do that. Let's just <laughs> let's not. <laughs> But uh, well, at the moment. Sure. I also think besides besides McAvoy, I think the one the one thing to look at after this series happened to is about um Bruce Cassidy. Yes. find him. Backus had a great endorsement for Bruce Cassidy and said uh the Bruins should keep him. I think the Bruins should keep him. If the Bruins don't lift the interim tag off him soon, I don't know what's going to take them so long because the, he single-handedly helps this team make the playoffs, and if you don't believe that, I mean you're out of your mind because he's
2: he Now can I speak on difference. that? Makes I, I don't know what you're hearing, but I've been hearing some rumblings yesterday. Actually, as much as fast as yesterday, that the job is Cassie's if he wants it from certain uh, well, he, Twitter yeah, people. He asked.
0: He asked if he, they asked him after the game if he wanted it, and he said absolutely. Mm-hmm. And back is back. To, back I've to heard
2: up. rumblings from Bruins people, the organization well, yeah, hope, people. I,
0: I hope it's right, because, but I, I just don't know
1: what's taking so long. What's great about Cassidy, and unlike Claude, Claude was just so ambiguous sometimes. You didn't know what was up. Was he pissed? Was he not pissed? I mean, Cassidy does not leave. He leaves his cards on the table. And when he, you know, all those penalties in OT, he goes, doesn't matter what they call. We have to kill it. I mean, at the end of the day, he knows what, you know, you can't blame the refs. You get Cassidy's body it. like It's attitude. the
2: one thing I like about Cassidy, and it seems like he's matured from his first stunt in Washington. Um, oh, for sure. That was he, he He's definitely a right maturity cause as he sees it. He gets the response from the players when needed. He got the response from Rask when he was struggling in the season. You know, yep. imagine if the Bruins had fired Julian sooner, the position the Bruins could oh, possibly God, be in. I know. I know.
1: I know. Well, they didn't, but they made the a play- They went 18 8 and 1 under him. I mean, jeez, what else can you ask for? 18, you. 18, and, eight, they, yep.
2: and they improved at home.
1: Yeah, well, the Minus the playoffs. Let's so not talk about the playoffs. They did lose five in a row at home. With the, last two, with the last two regular season games. But, to, um, but
2: without that, the, in, the, in the regular season, you know, but before right, that, so
1: they, they win, did improve on win them. those. You still got to win some of those games at home. But I digress. I mean, he did. He he made uh, chicken salad out of chicken because then we have no uh, sponsors now. Shit. So chicken shit. <laughs>
0: so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know, you guys, you have no idea how hard it was to watch that game yesterday with my four, three and a half year old son next to me not swear. That was just that alone was a the, that was alone was a feat.
0: No, I, I I believe me. I I understand where you're coming from. I, I don't I don't, have, I don't have I don't have a kid, but I understand the whole dynamic very, of not being not yeah not being able to say say a word you actually want to say in the setting that you're actually in. But uh, the Bru- the Bruins should keep Cassidy. I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, he improved the defense. He improved the offense. The team got better with him as a coach. Like you said, he's a straight shooter. Tells it how it is. If and mm-hmm. if someone's not playing well.
2: He switches up the lines. He switches There's up no the lines. There's no way Clyde
1: does that with Spooner.
0: There's no way that Clyde
1: puts in Corrales and doesn't put in, like, Jimmy Hayes. So that, right What there. a
2: move by Bruce Cassidy. What a move putting in Corrales. Well,
1: Corrales played for him, right, down in, down in uh, Providence, yeah?
2: For, yeah? Yes, Corrales was so part of that him.
0: Martin Jones trade. He knew him. Yeah, he did. He knew He, knew he knew who him. he was, and, he, and they put him in there, and it, 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 he rewarded him for it. And also... I I don't think Claude would be playing Charlie McAvoy the second most minutes on the on the team behind Chara. It would be it would be John Michael Lyles and and uh, Joe Morrow playing over Charlie McAvoy.
1: I know if you're, Joe, Joe Morrow just Lyles Morrow and just bring nothing. They do nothing for me, nothing at all, not nothing good. Colin Mill has a little upside, but the rest, those two guys are just filler. I mean, Morrow, I don't know what they saw in Morrow that. Even during when they traded for him.
2: My God. Well, Mark, If you terrible. think about it, Murrow probably wouldn't be in the lineup if he had Krug in there. Um, if you had Carlo in there, Lyles probably wouldn't be in the lineup. So when you think about it, the Bruins were playing with what they had. What more Tommy can they
1: do? I wonder why he's always in the AHL. He was just beyond horrible. He was Jimmy Hayes-like level horrible. Yeah, he was bad. He no, was, was Jimmy
2: Hayes by. even in the lineup that series? No. No. <laughs> Nope. And That's, and did that and did anyone even flinch or miss a beat without him in there? Nope. Nope.
0: Exactly. Exactly. There, so you don't notice him when he's in there, so
2: you don't notice him when he's not there either.
1: Let's give credit to uh a line beside the Raleigh Nash penalty that did you know I know Moore made a gap too, but I thought that line played pretty well.
2: I like the way Found Raleigh
1: Nash played. It. Yeah. He he got so screwed in that friggin' oh god, that Bobby Ryan thing got so hosed. But yeah, what are you gonna do? He took. I mean, that elbow was clearly in his face, and they didn't call. I don't know how you missed that, but you can't retaliate. We all know that. No, and you know,
2: then, and, you, and you understand that, and you got. I kind of feel for Riley Nash on that because he was obviously annoyed. And stuff. You okay. know, it's, it's hockey. It's yeah, it's, but you. Yeah,
1: I mean, but sometimes in the heat of the moment, you just react, and I get it. But the thing is, you
2: know, I'm that not gonna beat up the- Riley Nash for reacting to it. I mean, nah, I don't know. No, it, no, you're yeah, talking about your life, down. your life, your livelihood. He gets hit hard enough; he gets a concussion. the retaliation, then. So I get it,
1: dude. If they got any puck luck too, they would have probably won the series. <laughs> they didn't have any. I mean, they really didn't get any luck. Either. They, 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 they didn't lost
2: sure. this series in game two.
1: Yes, I think that was that was the beginning of the
2: end.
1: Yeah, I thought that. You know, they, four play. You know, four overtime. Overtime is just a crapshoot. You know, and then they just. Made but they lost plays. it in that
2: third period in game two when they should have won it. Yeah,
1: they got to. Yeah, they could have won game three. They had the pressure on. I mean, this last game they had the pressure on the third period. They couldn't bury it. So. But you know, it, 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 is, what it is, is what it is.
2: We can't sit back here and play the what if game. The Bruins lost it.
1: No, the what if, what if is that it's you know it's not too much of what if for next season. That at least there's like upside and there's hope, unlike the last two seasons.
0: Yeah, and I just think I just think that the another difference in this series is that like I said it on the last show. I'll say it again. Ottawa's big players stepped up, but Bruins didn't. Oh
1: God, it wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. Carl, Carlson was just you know all world couldn't touch the
0: guy. What ten foot pole? There there's no one like
1: even if they had their uh, full calm with the guys, I don't think anyone can touch him. They just it's a bad matchup all all the way around. Probably
2: Ryan scored a goal and, was like, and like every game pretty much it was. You know, Bobby a Ryan was guy. the biggest surprise, and you know what? And as much, and I agree with Jimmy Murphy on this. Got to give Clark MacArthur credit.
0: Yeah, he,
1: nice. Yeah, nice little story there about him coming back with concussion. Did you guys um, happen to know? Someone mentioned this on Twitter. My boy uh, Scott Masterson mentioned this that that Stone and Bobby Ryan just hang at the blue line, hang, 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 and just wait to get sprung loose, and they got sprung loose too many times. I mean, it worked. It's, Oh, it did, absolutely <laughs> did. they wait for the Bruins to make a mistake, and they made plenty of them. So,
2: that's what do you guys think about Borowiecki's play while he was in the lineup before he got injured? What's that? I hate that. I hate that guy. Mark Bor, Burl- 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 Bor, you say oh, his the name? Cheap shot ours? He's the one of hit
1: crutchy. Am I right? Or is that yes. yeah, that's him. Yeah, screw that guy with no teeth. Um, that,
2: the, yeah. That's going to be a I, rivalry next year. You're going to see really the back. I, Trust I, me I, when I say this is going to leave a sour taste in the Bruins' mouth. I hate them on Montreal
1: level. It was getting close to Montreal level for me. Uh, they were doing some diving you know too, and they would, yeah, a little bit of that it, it, I just chirp and crutching when he got hurt. That's scumbag that's scumbag level yeah and Weidman it was Weidman right
0: I think so yeah
1: I, they're going get they're going get they're going lose in five to, to New York anyway, so yeah. but anyway, of against, New-
0: against New York of, speaking of New York, Joe. How, yes, about Cla- how about Claude Julien's Montreal Canadiens? I'm sorry. Did they not?
1: Oh, here we go. Pacharetti, I don't know if you know this, got destroyed. Absolutely destroyed by the Montreal fans because the Montreal fans are pathetic underdwellers. So if I can just jump into this article. So Montreal Gazette, I saw this article in Montreal Gazette talking about Pacharetti how he's getting absolutely lambasted. And, he, and they mentioned how, you know, he learned from Subban, you know, how to, you know, uh, drawn out the noise. And this is the line that I, you know, the Marshall Gazette had to bring this up. I, I have to read this because this just pissing me off. No,
0: that's fine. Absolutely read
1: really. it. I, I think it's one of Subban's strongest qualities that he doesn't let anything outside the arena affect his play, whether it was the GM and the coach of Marshall who didn't like his style on the ice, teammates and fans who didn't like him, or Boston Bruins fans who taunted him with racist comments. Did we even have to go there again? Did we even know that there was just a, there was a, a small, I mean a small faction, which was not good, still regardless of what they said was horrible, and most of those Twitter um, handles were fake. <laughs> they, they, that, that, That's why I hate that city. I hate that town. I hate those people. I hate that, that friggin' team. I hate everything about them.
0: There was no reason even to bring that up. You didn't have no. to bring that up. I didn't even read the no. story, but there's no reason to bring that up at all. Not one. Not zero. The story's about Patch Ready, not Superman.
1: So it's it, the that, and they're trying to run Pacioretty out of town. The same guy good, that they they, want, they do the same thing as Subban. Look where Subban is in the second round. How's he doing? Yeah, he's doing pretty good. So, dude, the Pacioretty, let's see. Uh, it's it just like the guy that they defended to the to the end of the earth because after he was assaulted by Chara. You know, police. It's just. You know and Also, I got chirped by Montreal fans saying when the Sens won, don't complain. I go, you guys called 911 for a clean hit. I don't want to hear anything.
0: Well, I, I, just, I just think it's ironic how. Uh, everyone says that you know Claude Julian's the best coach ever. The best coach ever, Claude Julien.
1: How's that working out for you? They, but, they, I, they turn on Bergerin, Bergevin too. Everybody's they turn on everybody now because they haven't won a cup since uh, milk was
0: like two dollars and eighty-eight cents. So um, I, just, I just, I just, I just love to, I just love to hear from all the people that thought Claude Julien was the best coach in slice bread. But then, but then they'll be like, oh well, it, it wasn't Julien's fault. He, he, he coached them the best he could. Like, oh, what, like, what, wh- why, why you, why you blame Julian? Oh, I don't know, because all of a sudden Julian took over and everyone's talking about them making a deep run and going to the Stanley Cup, may- maybe going to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe going to the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, everyone's sitting there talking about how Claude Julian could be a difference maker for this Montreal team. And where are they? Golfing? Uh, same, same way. Yes, I understand the Bruins are too, but everyone was talking about how uh, Claude Julian, Oh. The Bruins shouldn't have fired him. The, oh he's the best coach around and Montreal's eliminated yet again you know, in the first round. What I didn't like is that some fans were
1: like, Oh, we lasted longer than Montreal Well, no you didn't. <laughs> you went in six games too. They just got eliminated the night before. It's it's that's just dumb. The one team, you know the one team that I'm I'm just, you know, crapping my pants over next year is Toronto, is scaring the hell out of me and I'm gonna be terrified next year to them. They gave <sighs> they gave Washington everything they could handle.
0: Toronto's good. They were going to be really, really good. Be good. Scary.
1: Scary. I mean, they—they they, every time I looked up, they were coming back, coming back versus Washington. Washington, this is like what, the second or third time they advanced to the second round since Ovechkin's been there. So, they, I think Pittsburgh's going to throw all them anyway. Me too. But I think it's going to be Pittsburgh and the Rangers. And the, and the West is just teams you didn't really expect to step to Anaheim. St. No. Louis – Nashville, Edmonton, and Anaheim. Oh, I'm
0: really, I'm really pulling, I'm really pulling for Nashville just because I would love to see PK Subban do well in spite Montreal's. Oh, I, I really would, tough. I would just love and eat it up if PK Subban could could go to the Stanley Cup Finals before Montreal could because they and they're them. Oh, I'd love it if they won a
1: cup before. If he won a cup before they did, oh my god, it'd be so beautiful. I have this gut oh, feeling
2: glorious that you're gonna see read the uh, Predators and the Ducks against. In, on that side, and you going to see the Penguins and the Rangers. Right. And yeah. The winner of those series is going to go to the Cup because I think it's going to be the Predators and the Rangers. Again. The, the
0: worst, the worst part too, with the upcoming matchups in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Joe. I know sometimes you said you don't you don't pay attention as well when the Bruins are eliminated, um, but I, I still I still watch and I still tune in. That Ottawa Rangers series is going to be the worst series out of the four. No, I By think I think, they, I think they lose in five. I think they get throttled. Well, I do too. But at least if you look around, like like Pittsburgh, Washington's a juicy matchup they played last yep, year. True, I mean, true. you have the Ducks who have been one of the best teams in the Edmonton league. For, up, for, yeah. Edmonton with McDavid, with and you have Nashville and St. Louis. I mean, those two teams I haven't, I haven't been to the Cup Finals in a while, but they've been playing. They've been showing why they're a good teams. So I think like this interesting storylines with every series, except for Ottawa and the Rangers. No one oh, has St. Louis fired their
2: coach. Look what happened to them. Yep. <laughs> Here, I got yeah. something else I want to say, too, because I'm scrolling through my Twitter feed at the moment from yesterday. You know, yes, we're beating up David Pasternak, and we should be, rightfully so. But what I like about David Pasternak is he's taking accountability. From what Haggerty said, Pasternak was beating himself up pretty good in the dressing yeah, room yesterday. Yeah. He was taking no, the blame for the Game 6 loss.
1: Ryan Nash did that, too, in Game game 3. So, yeah, no, they're not going to block away tonight. You know,
2: that that's the way professional play should be.
0: Hey, Take it need- move one. I'm gonna get one last thing off my chest before uh, you can call it a night and and I uh, get back to the show next week and discuss some stuff. Um, I just want to say to all you fans that throw stuff on the ice after the Bruins lose, no, you guys are absolutely pathetic, and you shouldn't even, wow. and you shouldn't be going to the game anymore. I'm sorry, you look like such asshats throwing stuff onto the ice and pouting, and you're pretty much becoming the pussification of America that we've come to know because you didn't get your way. That's, that is a joke that people. Take full beers or cokes or whatever the hell's in their hands and hot dogs or whatever and throw them on the ice. That's that, that, you're you're rooting for your team and you're throwing well, thanks, this garbage. Thanks, Mike. Dad, gar-
2: now I know what I'm having for dinner tonight.
0: Well, you're throwing garbage onto the ice that you go over and watch your team play on. That makes no sense to me. Stop throwing crap on the ice. Look like such babies. No, that is no need. I mean, the
1: only thing I don't like is when, uh, like, Montreal fans try to sharp us and say, you guys are pathetic for doing that. I'm like, you did it to us in 14, so stop.
0: (laughs) I know. (laughs) A lot of of fan bases do it. I I understand. Like you said, there's bad apples in every fan base, but I just hate when people throw stuff onto the ice. In a hat trick, I get. I understand. I understand why people do the hat trick. It's obviously symbolic. Or the octopus in Detroit.
2: I understand that. Oh, the rats but, in uh, Florida. I get it. Yeah, like, like that stuff. The like, tradition. That's
0: enough, yeah, that stuff's in tradition. It's good fun. No one gets hurt. But when people are throwing beer cans and food on the ice, like it's you look like such clowns. Like you said, oh, Joe, like, that was the perfect word, clowns. I was throwing, like, trying to hit people with sticks. Ah, <laughs>
1: uh, stop it, Joe. <laughs> no, I still I still think that he, they should have did something with him. That you still can't do that. If he hits someone over the head with him, what's going to happen? Joe, let it go. It right.
0: What happens if that? What happens if that fan threw a beer can off Carlson's head? Oh, that's terrible too. Guys should be arrested. Absolutely. I'm not defending that clown. Okay. Okay. Yeah. At least you. At least you've been fair in your in your in your assessment. Oh no, he's
1: he's a he's a complete tool bag. That kid deserves. Doesn't deserve to get hit by a stick. I, I would rather have Carlson go up there in the stands and beat the crap out of him.
2: That's fair.
1: Okay. That's fair. Make it a fair. Make it a fair fight. Don't hit him with a stick. And they they made one good point about that. Why? And I'm not saying this is merited for that clown to grab the dude's stick. Why are they holding their sticks up when they're coming off the ice? i would never seen that. Holding their sticks – oh, they was
0: holding it up like in the air?
1: They all were. They all – all the Senators fans, like they come like marching off like to, to victory. Like I never see – I never see a hockey team usually put their sticks in the midair like that. Like what are you doing? Not saying that's Meredith because that guy was a complete tool bag. But um, whatever, you know, that's hockey. Hockey fans are hockey fans. We're rabid animals. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: So do you guys want oh, yeah, to do any predictions for the series? What series, what series, Jason. Not the Bruins series. The other ones. <laughs>
0: sure. Uh, so it's team, like thick
2: stuff.
0: One yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with. I, I mean, I think Pittsburgh's gonna win. I think the Rangers are gonna win, as Joe said earlier. And um, I think the Ducks are gonna win. I think the Predators are gonna win. Pretty much the same thing that you said, Jason. I think. I that's my that's my opinion. I think yeah. the Nashville, I think Nashville's gonna be rolling. Uh, I think the Ducks. I think that Edmonton had a really good first round, but um, I think the Ducks will be too much for them to handle. Um. And then I just don't see Washington being able to to hold You're off right. hold off Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh has too much too much team speed, like they had last year, and Washington couldn't really keep up. I think the Penguins win, and yep. I don't think Ottawa's going to be able to. Hey, sorry. Do it. If, if Ottawa plays the same way they played the Bruins, yeah, I think the Rangers are going to win because you, you can't win a game one nothing every game, and that the Rangers, and the Rangers have better offensive players than the Bruins, hundred percent fact. Look at all the things that kind of went in their favor. You know,
1: the Brones were injuries. The Browns made so many mental mistakes. The Brones didn't get some calls, and they barely, they still barely got through that series. So they they're they're going to be get toasted.
2: Yeah, they, yeah, I do too.
1: So so as and you know, Senators fans out there,
2: uh, you guys can suck. <laughs> Go shove uh, yeah. it, Sanders fans. That's what we're you know, saying.
1: Yeah, Carlson. You know what? Go take your hairline fractures in your leg. I thought they weren't in his foot. I thought you're not supposed to talk about it until the playoffs are over. What's he doing? The Rangers are going to slash his foot every time. That was the dumbest thing ever. How do you even say that?
0: Aye, 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 aye You know aye. what? Whatever. Screw them. Whatever. Screw them. I wonder I what right, injuries yeah. the Bruins players are dealing with. Yeah, I'm, sure we'll, I'm sure we'll come to find out in the next few days or so if anything. If well, any I know injuries. what Jimmy
1: Hayes uh, suffers from. He has a sprained
2: with <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He won't right, be a Bruin we'll, next year.
0: I think we'll end it on that note, and then we can discuss. <laughs> <laughs> and I think next week we'll dish out some report some report card grades. I know these will be, uh, we would oh,
1: be
0: big, good season one, so I think next week will be a great uh, time to do the end oh. year report card. Uh, we'll get into the, some of the stuff <laughs> the Bruins might be doing for the season and, and stuff along the lines like that.
1: You do like Superlatives, like high school Superlatives, like <laughs> you know, most popular, most unpopular, stuff like that. That should be fun. Tune in next week.
0: Dude But uh, that'll do it for our episode uh, this week. We'll be back next week. You can follow myself on Twitter at Mike Twenty Two, you can follow Joe at BigBadBruins88, you can follow Jason at Jason Buckley91. You can also follow our personal account at Bruins underscore beat and you can uh, find us on iTunes and Stitcher, right Jason?
2: Yes, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher at Boston Bruins Beat Podcast. We ask that you subscribe to us and leave a rate and a comment to help build the show. We, I want to thank all the uh, listeners who have listened to our show to this point. After 73 episodes, we thank all of yep. you. And we're looking I forward to continuing in the show for you.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so we'll be back next week. Go Bruins. Go Bruins. I'm not yeah, go Bruins. Go Bruins.